Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn, and welcome to this week's tomfoolery that I do weekly, once a week, every seven days. Nah, it's just whenever I can do it, because I have no, uh, there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. Not even, I think on the weekends, they say is the worst time to put out podcasts because people are doing other stuff because there are a lot of people are off of work on the weekends so that's when I publish my podcast because that's when I have free time yeah I just say well whatever here goes nothing but uh thank you for tuning in I know you're busy I know you're multitasking because everybody's running around because it's the most wonderful time of the year and uh I'm actually driving right now I actually recorded my podcast already and uh it's pretty alright. I guess it's average. I've seen worse, but I've seen better. But uh, but maybe you're decorating your tree right now. Or maybe you're sitting there shaking, angry. Maybe someone made you so angry that you wanted to murder them. You know? And you were plotting it out in your head. You know? I'm, I want to murder this person because they upset me. I'm mad at them. I'm stressed out already. I want to murder this person. And then you said, man, do you know that guy that has a slow voice, that talks slow, that has a podcast? I'm going to listen to him because after I listen to one of his podcasts, I won't be able to muster up enough motivation to go and commit murder. So, because that is a lot of cleaning up, too. (coughs) I watch Dexter. Unless you're just sloppy and you're like, well... I'll just go to prison for the rest of my life. That'll be less stressful than my life. But whatever the case, whatever. Or you could be baking sugar cookies. (laughs) Whatever the case may be, I'm glad that you're here. Thanks for, for, I would say, tuning in, but this ain't no radio. (sighs) But anyway, I apologize ahead of time. I have a cold, and uh, I'm fighting a cold. And uh, I have it, but I'm fighting it. Let me tell you. And, uh... But anyway, before I get into the regular podcast, I wanted to tell you this week I was at the mall. This past week I went to the mall. And uh, I got onto the escalator to go to the second story. And I got behind the <laughs> the people that just stand on the escalator because they, they, uh, <laughs> they think that's what you do. You know, they don't use the elevator. They get on the escalator and they say, let's get on that outside elevator and just stand there and hold folks up. Those are my favorite people. I actually love those people. Hang on, let me get a drink. So I got on it and I was already like, man, I'm standing behind these people. I got stuff to do. Let's go. And I look over and there was a storefront and it said there was a, uh, it was like a small storefront and, uh, It had a sign, a homemade sign out front that said free gift wrapping. And I thought, what a cool thing at Christmas. What a cool thing to do, you know, (coughs) help people out. Everybody has a lot of gifts to wrap around the holidays. That's cool. Whatever group did that, that's all right. And then I saw the Mormons. (laughs) If you're a Mormon, I'm not trying to offend you, but but if you're a Mormon and you put out a sign that that uh, says free gift wrapping, 
and then you try to talk me into your Mormon ways while uh, while I'm waiting for my gifts to be wrapped. That's not really free. You're kind of trying to sell me something. <coughs> and you're trying to make me pay with, uh, with my eternal soul. And when I saw that, I thought about Ursula. You know, on The Little Mermaid, Ursula, you know, takes Ariel's voice in exchange for, for making her like a human for a while. And I kind of felt like Mormon people were kind of like Ursula, you know. They make it look all appealing. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, you're a Mormon person. And you're walking around trying to wrap people's presents at Christmas time in exchange for their soul. So, you know, whatever. Do what you do, Mormon people. But that's just kind of messed up, in my opinion. <coughs> Man, today's show is going to be good. Let me tell you something. There is a little bit of language at the end because I asked people for their favorite uh, Christmas movie quotes. And uh, I don't curse a lot on this podcast just because because I don't, you know, because I think people that curse just for the sake of cursing, I mean, that's cool if that's what you want to do on your podcast. It's not what I'm about. I'm not catering to anybody. In specific, specifically, it's just not what I do. But uh, I just thought that I would would warn you. So be forewarned, and uh, and it's a good show, man. Let's have fun. Alright, so every year at Christmas time, one of my favorite things to do, one of my most, one of my most favoritest things <laughs> to do is uh, watch Christmas movies, and I have a ton of favorite Christmas movies. There's no point in even trying to um, name them all, because they're like all the classics. I love all the classic Christmas movies. Um, in recent years, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, even though I watched that from when I was younger... Um, when it came out, that's become one of my favorite, um, Christmas movies over the years. But, uh, if a new Christmas movie comes out, I'm always excited. I want to see it. And there's the classics. And then there are Christmas movies that I think they want them to be classics. Uh, like Elf, when Elf came out, I don't think Elf was like an instant classic. I think that over the years it's become... Um, it's become a classic. I think it was my brother. I was talking to him about it. And he said, yeah, I don't think for the first few years that it was really deemed that. It took a while for it to get that reputation. But, uh, but anyway, I watched a new Christmas movie when I finally caved in and subscribed to Disney Plus. I was watching all these Christmas movies that I already have on DVD, um, and so I watched a new, there's a Christmas movie on there with Bill Hader. And I like Bill Hader. When I saw Bill Hader's name, I was like, yeah, man. And uh, and so I watched it. It was called Noel, right? Um, I'm going to go ahead and give a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen, if you have not seen um, Noel, then you should like not listen to the rest of this podcast or at least skip this part right now because I'm going to ruin it by talking about it 
So, uh, so go ahead. All right. I can't be held responsible. But anyway, so I watched this, uh, I watched this movie Noel and what it's about is, is Santa Claus passes away and he has these two kids and one is Bill Hader and the other one's Noel. Man, I don't even know her name. Should I have looked that up before? She's well known, man. Let me look it up. I'll look it up right now on the podcast. It's not like this is anything. Let's see. No, that ain't right. That pulled up some doctor. Noel ain't no doctor. All right. Noel is stars, blah, blah, blah. Anna Kendrick plays Noel Claus. All right. It has a great cast, by the way. It really does. It has, like, a really good cast. But anyway, so there's the um, there's the brother and the sister. And Anna Kendrick plays Noel. And so Santa Claus passes away. Bill Hader's supposed to take over and become the new Santa Claus. Well, he's not really digging it, and he disappears. His sister's like, you know, maybe you just need a vacation. Because he's sucking at being Santa Claus. And uh, he just doesn't have that thing, you know. And so Noel goes looking for her brother because she kind of gets blamed for him going on vacation right before Christmas time. And so a lot of stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the movie, um, it is decided that Noel should become Santa Claus, right? And I really, I saw it coming once it got, once it got a little bit later in the movie. You can kind of see it coming. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, and so at the end of the movie, you know, uh, a woman becomes Santa Claus. And so at the by the end of it, you know, the credits are rolling. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm feeling kind of weird about this right now. You know? Not so much that, you know, I'm I'm being, I don't know, like a woman shouldn't be Santa Claus. No, not so much like that. But Santa Claus, most of us have always just associated that with, you know, a jolly, jolly man, you know. And so I started thinking about it. I started thinking about, well, why couldn't there be a woman Santa Claus? You know, I know that in this... I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on right now in this woke culture. And not to say that women's rights or women, you know, doing a man's job. That's not something that's like, a that's like normal stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about the people that would actually have a problem with it. Because once I thought about it. Once I really thought about it, I was like, well, I really don't have a problem with that because Santa Claus' job is really hard. And, you know, as men, I I was like, what kind of man, what kind of man would be like, you know, you can't do this because it's a man's job. Only a man can do this. I say have at it. That's what I say. I say anything that a woman wants to do, that is 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 historically has been something that men do. I say go for it. And any man that any man or man that says otherwise is an idiot. Because say, look here. <laughs> the more hard stuff that women do, the less hard stuff that I gotta do. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> right? And so why would you have a problem? That's all he's saying. You can't do the hard thing. Step back and let me do it. <laughs> I don't have a problem. If you want to do the hard thing, I'll step back and say, that's a good job. You you did that hard thing quite well. And you should do it again. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, how ridiculous are men? You know? How ridiculous. I mean, there might be women that are like, well, that's just something that a man needs to do. Well, is that is that because they don't want to do it? Is that what that is? You know? Because I think that they can, if, if, if you can do it, I say go for it. So I don't have a problem with it. At first I felt weird about it, but I was just like, man, I need to talk about that on my podcast because I thought it was like a thought process that I had to go through to be like, you know, you know what? If Santa Claus is a woman, that's a lot of chimneys. That's a lot of work. That's a hard, man, that's pretty rough right there. That's a lot of cookies to eat, you know? A lot of heart disease, probably. <laughs> Have at it. You know? Noel, Santa Claus. But, anyway, yeah, so there's that. And so I had those thoughts. And, uh, yeah, I say, man, if women can do whatever they want to do, and I'm down with it. Less things for me to do. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, what else do I want to talk about? What else do I want to talk about? Oh, let me tell you about this. Last night, I went to a college basketball game, and I've never been to... I don't think that I... Maybe I have. If I have been to a college basketball game, it's been a long time. And uh, and so, um, I decided to go at the last minute, and, uh, and so I got there... Um, and the game had a few minutes. It was a few minutes into the game, right? And um, so I went into the stadium or whatever it's called. What do you call a basketball? I went into the courthouse. <laughs> That's what they should call basketball uh, stadiums, courthouses. But uh, so I went in and I found where I was sitting in those chairs. They're bad. They're so close together, right? While I sat down, I climbed over the chair sat down in my chair next to the people I was with, and then there was two guys um, on the side of me and then the aisle. And um, I sat down next to one of them, and uh, he was drinking. Not that that had anything, like, that's not a huge part of the story, but he was drinking, right? And so he was really relaxed. He was feeling good. and uh, And he had his legs like spread out like uh well he just had his like his knees were spread out and see when i'm in tight seating like that i always look at the chair ahead of me and the chair ahead of me um like there's a crack on either side and that's my space like i it's like an invisible line that goes back and that should be my space right <laughs> well this guy was totally totally over the line he was he was his legs were all spread out for the first part of the game for like the first half I was sitting kind of turned to my left because he was on my right I had my knees maybe about I'm trying to think maybe about eight to ten inches apart and I actually had my knees slightly turned to the left 
because this guy had his legs spread out, right? Totally inconsiderate of everybody around him. And I was like, all right, he was here first. Even though this is my seat, he was here first. And I didn't say anything about it. I didn't make a scene. I just, I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll turn a little bit because, you know, he's got his legs spread out like it's a yoga class up in the courthouse or something like that. And so I was cool with it. Well, then he went to get more beer for the second half, right, with his buddy. So they walked off. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, like, I'm going to reclaim. I'm going to, like, make a, what do they call it, when they would go out west and stake property? Like, um, this is mine. I'm going to claim. I'm going to take back what's mine, right? This is a battle that I want to fight. I, I said nothing to the people that were with me or that I was there with. I didn't say anything. I just, in my in my head and in my heart, I decided to take back what was rightfully mine. So when he came back, you know, the game's getting ready to start. He sits down. You know, I'm front and center. I'm looking ahead. I have my, you know, I have my legs square in front of me, you know, pointing forward. I was not in his space at all. I did not go over the, the invisible line. <laughs> I, I just said, this is my, this is where I'm, you know, this is where I'm going to be. Well, then what happened was he wanted to sit back down the way that he was sitting, you know, originally. Right. And so his full, the full side of his calf was pressed up against the full side of my calf <clears throat> from kneecap all the way down to ankle. Right. I mean, we were like right beside each other and it was really weird right it was a really weird feeling because we're two grown men and when you touch somebody at a sporting event like that it's usually like a momentarily it's like a momentary maybe it's not momentarily you momentarily do it it's a momentary i mean it doesn't last <laughs> you might graze somebody or touch somebody's jacket or something. You know what I mean? Because you're so crowded. But this was like full on. I mean, we weren't moving. Once he saw, like, he didn't say anything. But once he, I could feel it. Once he knew what I was doing, he was like, I want it back. I want my space back. And I'm like, dude, I'm not, you know, I'm not moving. It was like the silent war that we had. I was like, I'm not moving. You know, this is weird, but I'm I'm in it for the ride, man. This can get as weird as you want it to get. You know, right now was the frame of mind that I was in. Right? And so we sat there and sat there, and it was just it was just awkward, man. It was just weird because it was like you could feel it was like pressure. It wasn't like we were barely I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm defending my border. This is my space, dog. This ticket was paid for. You know, you this this ain't your seat, man. And uh and he was probably he was probably about 10 or 15 years older than me and uh he'd been drinking and I mean, I'm not like an intimidating person, I don't think, but I'm not little either. So it was just like we had this silent thing and I didn't say anything and he didn't say anything. And, like, no one knows about that but me and him. I hope he remembers this today. Right? And, uh, yeah, it was just the weirdest thing, man. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know if he was just, had, 
had a little buzz going on and you know so he didn't feel the same things that I felt I was just like this is just awkward and weird dude you're pushing against me and this is my seat you know <laughs> I mean it was obvious they wanted me to move but I mean I'm not going anywhere come on this is my time this is my space but anyway yeah that just happened at a basketball game and that was really weird but uh, before I go on any farther in the podcast, I'm going to take a little break because I have a scratchy throat and I feel like I'm just going to start coughing and not be able to stop. So, um, I'll be right back. All right. I took a little break. It was instant. It was just like non-existent really to you, but, uh, hopefully I can do a little bit better. Maybe I'll talk a little bit softer. Maybe that will be the trick. But uh, anyway, I asked earlier this week, a few days ago on Twitter, what uh, people's favorite quote was. And I got a few responses. <laughs> it wasn't like people are busy. They're like, man, I got better stuff to do than respond to, to stupid questions like that. But one of my favorite quote is uh, when Tim Allen on the Santa Claus is up on top of the house. And Charlie wants him to put the Santa... Um, the Santa suit on and he uh he reluctantly agrees to do it and he's like ah this thing is great a Santa costume oh this thing you never know where it's been a thousand miles (laughs) and every time I see that every year it just cracks me up (laughs) but there I mean there's a ton I there are so many good uh quotes from Christmas movies um, Adventures in Tepidville, the podcast said, come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. As Bruce Willis from Die Hard, people say that's a Christmas movie. And then there's uh, Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. Uh, he says, Jamie, he knows my name. He's talking about, I think that's from uh, Jingle All the Way. I think that's where that's from. He knows my name. And then Channel Servant Pod. I guess this is Justin over at the Channel Serving Podcast. Well, it was the Grinch, the Jim Carrey Grinch, when they're feeding him all that stuff when he goes down to Whoville for Christmas. He says, what is that? This is not pudding. <laughs> so that's a good one. All right. Okay, here's one right here. A uh, podcast about something said, uh, let's see. It starts somewhere. It's like a few it's like a few, uh, it's like a thread because it's, uh, Chevy, Chevy Chase's rant from National Lampoon's A Christmas Vacation. So, uh, let me see. Let's see if I can get this. Okay. If any of you who are looking For any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people, and I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, 
poor flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lipped, worm headed, sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> That's a classic, classic Christmas quote. Uh, and then Music Crush Monday podcast, it's good. It's good eggnog. I think they just gave me the quote. They didn't tell me where it's from. Is that when Cousin Eddie and uh, and Clark are drinking eggnog? Is that where that quote's from? It's good. It's good eggnog. I guess so. But that was just a... Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. The Carrie Miller Show. Um, hey, I tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. <laughs> do, do you know they made that just for Home Alone, that Angels with Filthy Souls? That's really not a uh, real movie. That's pretty cool that they did that. But uh, anyway, those are a few Christmas Christmas quotes for you. But um, yeah, it's that time of year. And I thought that at the end of my podcast today, I would just talk to you a little bit. Because everybody's not, man, everybody's not like cheerful and jolly at this time of year. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people struggle with this time of year. Because a lot of people have gone through hard times this year so this is like their first christmas this could be your first christmas without a loved one you know somebody might have passed away um you could be separated or divorced or broke up with your boyfriend or broke up with your girlfriend or uh lost your job or things just aren't going right maybe you got a a report from the doctor that wasn't all that great and uh, so I thought that I would speak to you for a few minutes because a lot of people, I think during this time of year, there's a lot of people that are just kind of overlooked, you know, and, and if your life is good, if your life is awesome, um, which my life's a lot better. I'm grateful for every day that I'm alive, man. And uh, all joking aside, there's so much to be grateful for when I wake up every day and be thankful for um, that I really can't complain. I still complain, but I shouldn't um, because I've been in, in tougher spots than I am now. But I think that a lot of times people forget about the people that might struggle at this time of year. Just let me talk to you for a minute, okay? Like I've totally, totally been there, right? I've totally had... Uh, holiday holidays that were tough right tough for me to get through um emotionally you know what I mean because I don't know financially and stuff like that you can always figure out you know if you're in a tight spot financially you can always <coughs> do what you need to do you can work or you know make it happen at least I have in my case but uh um sometimes emotionally things can get overwhelming and and painful especially around the holidays because you're faced with you're faced with like a day or a holiday where maybe in the past it was like a really good thing you know maybe it was a parent that you lost you know or you know god forbid a child 
um, um, or a spouse, you know, and, and it's like, it's kind of like you, um, you go through the holiday for the first time. It's like the first time you've ever been through it and you just want it to be over and you kind of wish that you could turn off all of these feelings that you're having, you know, but let me just encourage you after I take a drink of my drink right here, because I'm about to start coughing and, <laughs> and that would just ruin what I'm trying to do. But, uh, let me just encourage you during this holiday season, man, just, I say just steer into that. I'm not like a professional counselor or anything. And if you need to see a therapist or talk to somebody, you totally should do that. But what I'm saying is you shouldn't run from feelings that you're having because feelings that you're having are just feelings, okay? They're not anything that, they're not really a threat to you. You know what I mean? They can't physically, I mean, having a bad feeling, feeling bad is not going to kill you. So I say steer into it and look for the good and do your own thing, man. Make new traditions, you know, that's why I did in my life. I made traditions that I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And there's little stuff that I do for myself <coughs> around the holidays, whether it's like if it's something that you like to eat, man, go get what you like to eat. You know, if it's out of the way, do it. Because I know a lot of people are so, you know, running around this time of year anyway that they don't do the things um, that they would want to do, you know, for themselves. So if there's like a little treat that you want to buy yourself or, you know, something that you want to eat that's out of the way, let me just encourage you to, to do that for yourself, you know, and, and you're going to be okay. You know, I thought that, I mean, it just sucked because like Christmas was my favorite time of year when I was a kid. And I went through a couple tough Christmases in my life where I just wanted it to be over. And, uh, you know, looking back, I wish that um, maybe the first one that was kind of rough, I wish that I had known what I'm telling you to do now. But uh, but it's all good. And it's, it's, it's really a wonderful time of year because people open... Um, open themselves and give a lot more to other people. And I think that when you give to other people, um, it's, it's really, there's something about giving to other people. Um, even if it's just your kids, you're totally kind of, uh, I don't know what's the word for it. You're kind of surrounded or engulfed in, you know, this giving spirit and I think that that's a good thing. I think that that's a beautiful thing. So if you're struggling, just know that's not per permanent. Watch a Christmas movie, man. Get on Disney Plus, watch a Christmas movie. Get on Netflix, watch a Christmas movie. Pop some popcorn. Do something for you um, that you'll like. Um, because feelings pass. Feelings go away. You know, you heal that doesn't mean that you won't have a scar at the end, you know, but a scar is a beautiful thing because it reminds you of how far you've come, you know. And that's all the seriousness that I have in my person today.
I'm tired. I'm going to watch The Sopranos now because I'm rewatching The Sopranos because it's just phenomenal. Man, I forgot how 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 much I used to like that show. I haven't seen it in so many years, but Gandolfini, man. Holy moly. But I hope that everybody in the whole world that listens to my podcast, <laughs> you were like, man, he's speaking to every, oh, he's speaking to a couple people. <laughs> but I hope that all of you have a great week. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Thank you for always supporting me and what I'm trying to do here. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever you're doing, man. Um, women, to all the women out there, I got you. You want to be Santa Claus? You go, girl. You go for it. I got your back. But uh, y'all have a great week, and I will talk to you a little bit closer to the day when the fat man slides down all of our chimneys. Goodbye.